KHEN is supported in part by Little Red Hen Bakery, located at 302 G Street in downtown Salida. Little Red Hen specializes in hometown fresh baked bread, bagels, and treats, all made with organic and local ingredients. A full menu, including the wood fired oven schedule and daily specials, can be found on their Facebook page at Little Red Hen Salida. K Hen and Little Red Hen, just two hometown chickens working to keep Salida, Salida. K Hen is supported in part by Hilltop Broadband. Hilltop Broadband for residential and business wireless internet service. Servicing Salida and Poncha Springs in Chaffey County, as well as areas in Fremont County, Custer County, and more. To experience the Hilltop difference and request new customer information, email info at hilltop broadband.com or call toll free 877 Welcome, friends, to another edition of On the Rails with me, your host, Forrest Whitman. And we are speaking from a caboose. It's a beautiful caboose at KHEN 106.9 on your FM dial, or possibly if you're listening on iTunes, you'll hear on iTunes. Or if you missed it, you can always uh, go to podcasts, khen.org, and listen to podcasts of three years of these shows. And our engineer is pulling this caboose. Oh, take a second to put your feet up. Put your feet up by the coal stove there in the old caboose, by the old pot belly stove. That way your, your feet will stay warm. Or, um, Jeannie, if you want to, you can climb up into, the, uh, up into the angel's seat and just watch as we go through the snow-covered, uh, snow-covered mountains there. And, uh, but at the head end of this train is our engineer, Rick White. Rick, are you up there? Yeah, I'm doing good this morning, Forrest. I got some um, leftover pizza from last night that I have to, on top of the engine compartment, and it's heating up. <laughs> and it looks like clear sailing. We've got a little bit of snow left on the ground. It's cold, uh, but, you know, because I don't have one of those coal stoves up here. Well, we'll put it, I'll have Jeannie put an extra scoop in. <laughs> so here we have with us, this is really fun. In the caboose today, we have Matt Reynolds and Jeannie Reynolds. And they are going to tell us about some something you want to do soon, namely take the ski train to Winter Park. Because um, we all know about the ski train. Some years they've quit as early as mid-March. Other years they've gone uh, a little later in March. And that's pretty capricious. I, I, I'm not capricious, but I mean, they if if they don't feel there's enough snow, and apparently they only make snow on one slope up there. Well, well Matt can tell us more about that. But so, Matt, um, now you guys, what day of the week did you catch the train? We went on a Friday because I knew it'd be less traffic and less, you know, uh, more room in the train to pick a good yeah. seat. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, that's really good. And now, now you took RTD to Union Station, I take it. That's correct. We live up at Ned, so we had to drive down to Boulder oh, yeah. and catch RTD and then take it down to Union Station by 7 in the morning. Wow, 7 a.m. Now, 
That's early. That is early. Were you were you awake that early? Uh, yeah, we got up about four fifteen to make this all work. <laughs> oh boy, oh boy, that's that's great. That's really great. And now, where did you actually get on the RTD bus then? Uh, well, we're trying to catch it at um, Table Mesa, but we kind of missed it, so we zoomed out to uh, kind of missed it. I don't yeah. blame you. So we zoomed out to Superior to try to get ahead of it. And just as we got out of the car and walked over to the stop, the bus just went by. So oh. as a backup, we waited for the next bus, which only left us 10 minutes when we got to Union Station. Wow. But that turned out to be just adequate. Mm. Very oh. cold. <laughs> that, I mean, was G, that was Jeannie Reynolds. Yeah. Jeannie, you were, go ahead. It was a frigid day. I mean, um, our max temperature all day was 13. Ooh. Oh, 13. Oh, that's cold. Now, did you have on your thermal? Well, we won't ask. Uh, do you have you? Some of our friends have this kind of thermal underwear. Yes. That, that, yes. Yeah. <laughs> of and course. some of it you some of it you can plug into the wall and it heats up. No, we didn't have pluggable underwear. It's hard to hard to move around when you're, you know, tied to a cord in the wall. Well, yeah, that's true. That is true. That's funny. Well, were they were were your fellow passengers? Were they kind of awake by that point, or do they everybody eat their breakfast? Seemed, yeah, everybody seemed to be quite awake. Of course, they had less travel than we did to get there. I think it's hard to tell. And yeah. uh, everybody is ready for a good time. And may, uh, may I step in? Uh, did you were you guys carrying skis with you? No, we didn't want to go skiing. We just went mainly for the train trip and decided to do. We took ice skates so Jeannie could go uh, ice skating. Nice. And uh, then we wore, you know, enough warm clothes that we could do a little hiking or snowshoeing if we sure. thought we could. Yeah. And so like the uh, people that are riding the ski train, are most of them skiers or half or what do you think? I'd say three fourths or more. There were some other folks who were just doing it for the ride, obviously, but uh -huh. the majority were putting their skis away in special compartments before they got on the train or boards, yeah. or boards snowboards. Yeah. Hey, Forrest, is this an Amtrak train that we're talking about? Uh, it's run by Amtrak. Yes, uh -huh. it is. Yeah. And, um, <clears throat> and as far as I know, they depend entirely on uh, what your, your fare box. The fare box pays for it. Well, I suppose as does RTD. What, what did RTD charge you to go to Union Station? Well, we have bus passes from Ned, so we didn't. Oh, pay yeah. Oh, so you didn't. Yeah. But, well, what was your fare? What was your fare? Uh, you oh, on the train? $75 yeah. per person round trip. Round trip. That seems pretty reasonable. And uh, Amtrak claims they actually stay, they're, they're supposed to be in the black on their runs. Their blurb says that uh, they are in the black, I believe. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Well, I, I'll just throw this in that uh, Forrest and I and some other people from Salida just took a train trip from uh, Trinidad to Las Vegas, New Mexico, and it was 
30 bucks round trip. <laughs> I was, I was pretty <laughs> impressed. That's pretty, pretty reasonable. Yeah. Pretty oh, reasonable. I thought so too. Well, just, just remember, I took this train 60 years ago when I lived in Denver and went up every weekend to, for the Eskimo Ski Club ski lessons at Winter Park. And 60 years ago, we got a pass at the Winter Park, a ski pass and the train for $15. Yeah. Oh, my God. Those were the were, – Jeannie, were you an Eskimo skier? I hey, I wasn't even here back then. I came in '72. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, that's great. Well, I mean, my son Nat, who's now, of course now in Thailand, he listens to this show, so I'll shout out to him and tell him that we remember when he used to do that all the time. He got on the train in um, where Highway 72, I think it is called, and, and you you you'd walk down just stand by the track and wave and you could get on there. Yeah, I remember the train stopping there just after it went under uh, Highway uh, 93. 93. 93, maybe. And yeah, the train would stop and pick up some people. I remember that. And we had a woman on this show. Oh, when this, when this show first started, literally three years ago, I think. And she said, well, I fell in love on the ski train. And I said, really? She said, yeah. She said, I ended up sitting next to this guy and we ended up uh, getting married. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you never know. That was kind of fun. Oh, well, now where exactly is the ski train for us? <laughs> <laughs> you, you, Rick's, Rick's, our, Rick's our forever bachelor. and um, I'm not a bachelor. I'm a widower. There's a big difference. Oh, excuse me. Our first <laughs> widower. Yeah. But <laughs> oh, oh, my, 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 my. So was there anybody else from our part of the mountains up there? Anybody who might read the register call and my weekly column there or the uh, uh, Mountaineer or any of those papers up there? Do you think? Because we're going to I imagine we're going to probably be wanting to do a story on the ski train soon here. I imagine uh, maybe a conductor, Brad, Brad, conductor Brad. Uh, near the end. And I must admit this was, I mean, I'd never been on this train and it was fantastic. The views oh, right. are incredible, but um, near, as we were coming back, uh, Brad mentioned where he lives, which is a uh, blue mountain area. Um, just as the train pops out of the mountains and you are basically on the plains. And um, he knows a number of people up here in the Ned area. But oh, I don't know if others were from I, around yeah. here, a lot from Denver. <clears throat> and yeah, a lot of people had no idea where they were. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Well, I'm sure that that's the case. And um, part of part of the fun is, talking to people like that and uh, plus international people. You, you get people from all around the world who ride that train, who know about it somehow. Yeah. And uh, well, it's the time of the Olympics too, right now when people are thinking, uh, thinking internationally a good deal. So, so, well, we're, we're, our, the engineer is telling us we're a little low on time. 
No, what? no, 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 no. I, I just We're not low to, on time. No, I wanted to throw. What in. was that finger then? Usually, you that finger. <laughs> I wanted the floor for a moment. Oh, um, yeah. Br Conductor Brad is a uh, semi-regular guest on this show and a friend of On the Rails, and we like him. And Forrest and I and another gentleman went to a picnic at that house on the hill, and the the train track kind of winds out in his immediate view but we didn't see any trains because that was when um i-70 problems and the tracks were closed for i don't know how long last summer a couple days yeah yeah a few days and so maybe three days it, we didn't see any tr trains but he has a heck of a view of the uh of the a hairpin i guess i'd call that a hairpin that happens right there yeah, I think they call it the 10 mile curve. Yeah, oh, is it? It could the be. 10 mile curve. I see. You can almost see the back of the train from the front of the train. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. And then when we went uh, back towards Denver and we're below his area, he said there's a, a pretty young lady up in the mountains waving her flashlight at us as we went by. <laughs> and I'm sure he meant his wife, but we oh, didn't see anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We hope so, huh? Well, or his daughter. It could have been his daughter. Yeah, they're That's a lovely fun. family. They're a lovely Yeah. Family. Well, what about the state of the equipment? Is it pretty clean, pretty well maintained, do you think? Or? Yeah, we thought it was all really clean. The bathrooms were clean. The train seemed really nice. They could have washed their windows, but that's a whole different thing. Oh, they weren't oh. that bad. The yeah. were, they were okay. I mean, we were in the observation <clears throat> car. Yeah. It was a lot well, that, better than the bus that goes from uh, Winter Park up towards Fraser. <laughs> oh, yeah. And so oh, are, are all of the cars that are on this ski train, are they all observation cars? No, no. they had just one observation car. Yeah. And I think, you know, of course, the club car where you get drinks and snacks. Uh -huh. And some were, I think, uh, luggage for the, the skis. At least one car was luggage for the skis. And I think there are, what, four or five other cars? I think total of seven. That's a good-sized concept. A consist of seven cars these days, we think of as a good-sized consist, you know? Yeah. Huh. Well, it beat the California Zephyr that went by where we you're waiting to get on, and California Zephyr was late, so we our train was a little late. And this is at Winter Park, leaving at 4.30. So we had to wait for the California Zephyr to go by. And I think it was only four cars. Yeah, well, they've got a diner on that, which is, they say, pretty nice if you can get into it. But now you have to be in a roomette to go to the diner. So <laughs> it's, all, it's all strange in that regard. Because people who have eaten in that diner on that very train say it's very good. So, and it's included. So, you know, it's, it's free, whatever you want to eat there. How about the prices on the ski train? Are they uh, pretty good prices or what would you say? Well, we didn't partake, so I don't know. Oh, okay. I didn't hear anybody gripe. Well, <laughs> well, okay. Now how, okay. Now I belong to Colorail which for 15 bucks a year, you can be a member of Colorail, Colorado Rail Passengers Association. Boop, boop. Just right now, go to, no, not right now, but some, sometime go to Colorail and join Colorail 
and we uh, we we're we're a little outnumbered by the Automobile Manufacturers Association, the Automobile Dealers Association, all of the automobile people in the world. So when we send in our one lobbyist, who who's a guy we've had on this show named Jim Subi, and <laughs> Jim Subi, he's 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 our lobbyist. So he so the automobile dealers and all come in to lead, lead a lobby, and they all have lawyers. And uh, Subi once said their 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 sports jacket were worth more than our budget, but <laughs> but anyway, so he he comes in there and. He's a volunteer, of course, and uh, lobbies for passenger rail and gets a pretty good hearing. He has a couple U.S. senators who are who are rail fans um, and uh, which is really good. Hickenlooper is a rail fan. And um, let's see, there's some other senators. Oh, Bennett, Senator Bennett, again, um, a rail fan. And so, you know, he's find some some support there which is is good uh, even though the automobile people will say the automobile is the only way to save the nation blah 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 but eh, not so much you know not so much and um so join Colorail. that's the that's our uh, what is that rick is that our uh, promo for the day say join Colorail. Yeah, yeah are you getting a commission on these sales for us i do yeah i get a commission yeah yeah well, oh, while, you're, while you're talking about that you know you have a lot of listeners uh, through our streaming service khen.org and i yeah, we to- do yeah we were like, like last week we had about 20 of them on there. Yeah. Wow. And I'd like to reach out to your people who are watching or who are listening through KHEN. We have a donate button and it takes some money to run a radio station like this. And we offer you a lot for a show is one in a million. There are not a lot of railroad shows around this country. No. And um, it's, it's very popular at KHEN and we're proud of it. And um yeah, consider becoming a member or sending an open donation. Um, it, so that's my plug for Cahen. Well, we've got plugs a, for Colorado. I get a, I get a for, kickback, Matt. What are you? What are you plugging, Matt? You don't do <laughs> your 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 you don't do your streaming service anymore. Well, what I one thing I wanted to say about the Colorail is that they have about ten volunteers on the train from Colorail every time that help out and oh. they kind of monitor the gates, help, you know, give people direction and answer questions. So they say it takes uh, a good number of volunteers every trip. Oh, now, so you met some of them. Yep. And even though you were coming up to the time, now what, do they take your your skis and ice skates and things? or? They just tell you, you know, they answer any questions. They hand out their nice little free uh, pamphlets on, on what to see along the way and what the, the uh, rail line is all about. And, um, yeah, and they, you know, when the train was late, they told us why or they warned us even beforehand um, that, oh, yeah, sometimes we have to wait for the Zephyr. Um, they just cruise back and forth through all the cars. Oh, that's great. 
Do you remember any names? Probably not at this point. No, we, yeah, we didn't yeah. catch any names. Yes, and that is something that I know Amtrak is really happy about because, of course, they would have a one conductor and maybe an assistant conductor sometimes. But that isn't personnel enough to load all those skis into the ski car. And were, 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 there, were there long lines or... Of course, you got there. You you only had what ten minutes to spare. Yeah, but it was plenty. I mean, there weren't any long lines. Uh, we find we kind of had to follow people with skis to see where we we're going. It wasn't real obvious when we got down there where down the here. train down in Union Station in Denver, where the train was and what track it was on. So we kind of followed people with skis and ended up in the right place. That's good. Some of the people with skis, um, they didn't know where they were going either because they were asking other people they could see. <laughs> and I, I, uh, um, I ran into one guy from Kansas. He says, "Where are you from?" And I said, "Here." And we, at the time, we were right near Rollinsville, actually. Oh. And uh, I don't think he realized what I meant. But uh, I said, "Where are you from?" He says, "Kansas." And I said, "Oh." <laughs> so. Um, yeah, some of these people had no clue where they were. Oh, uh, well, did you see my old caboose in Rollinsville there? We tried to see it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know it gets, it's 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 going through pretty fast there, and well, well you're below the hill. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's oh. true too. But we saw oh, okay. Pactolus. We saw Pactolus where I like to used to like to ice skate. And what is uh, built up around there now? Pactolis, I understand, is now uh, become a country club. It's now, what you would, would would you have fishing. to join that to skate there? Oh dear! We don't have skating anymore. It's all fishing now by this big fishing club that bought all the land from uh, South Beaver Creek all the way up to Pactolis. Wow, that's a lot of land. So you, if you joined that club. You could fish, but, but probably not even ice skate, or we don't know. I doubt if they have ice skating open anymore. Yeah, huh. That's not fishing. <laughs> no, that's, well, you could ice fish, I guess. Well, and of course, you're going by Lincoln Hills, and there are still a couple of the original Lincoln Hills cabins still right. there. And what a, what a unique thing that was. Uh, what, getaway um, for black folks? Resort. You know? It was a resort. resort. The, they had Duke Ellington and and um, Lena. I think Lena Horn. Lena Horn. Lena Horn. Um, several other big timers there. Oh, and and um, several writers came there and uh, wrote there and also gave uh, readings there. Mm. So yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of who some of them were now, but. Um, and that's called Lincoln Park? Lincoln. Lincoln Hills. Lincoln Hills. Years ago, years ago, we did uh, took a tour there, which I think was sponsored by some group in Denver, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, some black group in Denver. And it was phenomenal. I wow. mean, it is quite... Back to the train for a minute, okay? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Well, well we can yeah. do. There's, we go ahead. Five minutes. Five minutes for us. Okay, um, we have. Uh, I want to mention that there's 29 tunnels you go through on that train. Is that right? 
Yeah, is the longest is the Moffat, which is six miles. 6.3. Yeah, 6.3 miles and takes 10 minutes to get through. Well, let's not rush. We've got another, we've got another, uh, we've got next week to keep talking. So, because I've still, I've still got a whole bunch of questions. What we can get to those next week. But um, where we're, oh, Lincoln Hills. But Langston Hughes was one of those. I don't know if that name means anything. Oh, yeah. But he no, was ring a, bell. A, a big um, black poet and uh, sure. well-known. Um, and, and several since then. And Wink himself was just really well-known around. And um, he at one point came to the Gilpin commissioners back when I uh, was around. When I Well, it's a long story, blah, blah, blah. But just to say how much he'd appreciated the um, citizens of Gilpin County and the citizens of the um, mountain region, really, for uh, not bothering Lincoln Hills and kind of supporting Lincoln Hills, which was unusual, particularly then in the 20s and 30s and 40s. And that, sure. was, that was because, you know, 20s, we had a, a Governor Morley campaigned in a Ku Klux Klan outfit and got elected. I want to say 27, 28, some, somewhere right in there. So, I mean, we had the Klan for sure. Although funny story about that, Ed Quillen told that story. He went down to see the Klan parade and the Klan parade was walking all these dudes in their white sheets, but they'd all been promised anonymity if they walked in the parade. And so he said, I still not going to walk. So he didn't. But so they came down the street there and all of a sudden, half a dozen dogs came running out and they go, whoop, whoop, whoop. whoop. The dogs were walking along next to their masters who were in the sheets. <laughs> the, the masters were trying to kick the dogs away. And then, of course, the sheets got riled up. And, and, and a couple of these dogs said, oh, this is fun. This is this is catch the sheep. So they, a couple of the dogs were tugging on the sheets. The guys were going down. They had, uh, uh, it was, the, the, the Klan parade laughed. Well, everybody was laughing. And pretty soon the Klan guys were laughing too. Because, so, it, it, yeah, we had the Klan up in the mountains. But it wasn't, it didn't have the gravitas. And that it have some, had some other places. And they, my Elks Club that I still belong to, uh, in um, uh, Central City, uh, my Elks Club, we installed um, a uh, exalted ruler who was the guy who ran the barbecue place on Main Street in Central City for years and installed him. He belonged to the club, installed him as the uh, exalted ruler, which is the Mr. Big in an Elks Club. And we'd, we'd got some static from the national about having a black member, number one. We had two of them. And number two, they could not believe that he was elected the chief elk, the, the head elk. And so they sent out a delegation. This is another funny story. Some of these stories whoa, whoa, are just whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> It's time to wrap this thing up. Let's wrap this up. Okay, well, let's, well we're on the ski train with Matt and Jeannie Reynolds who have just taken the ski train. So we're gonna take a little break and then next week we're gonna come back and actually hear more about the train and ice skating and all kinds of questions 
that we have. And we'll have reader questions. We'll have listener questions by then. All right. Okay. All right. Are we gonna, is that it? Are we going to say hi, ball, and then take the break? All right. I'm going to lean out the back of the caboose. At the count of three, we'll all give a great big high ball. Count of three. Is our engineer on board? Are you on board? On board. Thank you. Okay. Boris. One, two, three. High ball. High ball. High ball. <laughs> Cahen is sponsored in part by Soulcraft Brewing, Salida's hometown brewery, offering a large selection of traditional and seasonal craft beers. Their spacious patio features cozy fire pit tables for outdoor warmth on chilly days. Fresh food is served daily at the Soul Shack food truck, featuring snacks like wings and pretzels, and full meals like sandwiches, burgers, and a delicious brunch on Sunday. Soulcraft is open daily for happy hour, lunch, and dinner.